tenacious some of these primitive life forms can be, but what does that prove, really? It actually proves a lot in two different levels. The first is there has been life on Earth, scientists believe, somewhere around 3.8, 3.9 billion years. Of that time, more than 3 billion years, all they had was microbes. So everything that there is, you know, ragweed and cats and us, it all came from the soup of gradually evolving microbial life. The extrapolation from that is... Why wouldn't that happen on Mars? Why wouldn't that be in the seas of Europa underneath the ice crust and and so on? So that's the importance of it as seen through astrobiology. Well, in the meantime, you mentioned that one of the other avenues of astrobiology is this investigation of the makeup of space. What's going on there? To me, utterly fascinating things. You know, you look up in the sky and you think, well, you know, they're just a bunch of stars and a lot of dark matter, dark energy, and there's not anything in it. Well, it turns out that it is in many different parts of the of the sky and of the universe. There are complex carbons that are formed and that are just floating around, polyaromatic hydrocarbons, formaldehyde. They even have found uh, amino acids floating in, in space. And most important, they've found them in meteorites that come from space and have in them both amino acids and something called nucleobases, which are the compounds that are the essential core of RNA and DNA. So all of that is out there in space. Wow, that makes uh, me think that when you look out into the night sky, what we're seeing or what we'd see if we had giant telescopes is a universe that's just seeded with life or the building blocks of life. And those seeds then, like dandelion fluff, drift down onto a planet. And if the conditions are right, they can take root and produce life. And that's absolutely correct, which is why one of the main reasons why astrobiologists believe that it is almost impossible that there isn't life elsewhere. Because there are all those planets, and there's all that material, and it's all falling down. And, and that's happening on every planet and every moon in the universe. Mark, you started by saying that most astrobiologists, and, and you yourself also, firmly believe that there is life elsewhere in the universe. I guess I want to ask about whether that's changed you personally. And when you look out at the night sky now, do you feel any different? Actually, I do, yes. It's just kind of filled me increasingly with an awe and just a wonder of what's out there. The amount of knowledge that scientists have put together is extraordinary and impressive. And what it says is that the universe has in it a logic that seems to drive towards there being life, toward biology, and it's hard to not be deeply moved by the very strong likelihood that there is life in different forms of evolution all around. Mark Kaufman, talking with Anne Strangechamps. He is a science writer and national editor for The Washington Post and the author of First Contact, Scientific Breakthroughs in the Hunt for Life Beyond Earth. It's one thing to imagine a universe seeded with microscopic forms of life, but what about E.T., extraterrestrial spaceships, visitors from other planets? It's not the stuff of science, of course, but maybe it could be. 
Journalist Leslie Kane is the author of UFOs, Generals, Pilots, and Government Officials Go on the Record. Now, most UFO sightings turn out to have perfectly natural explanations. But not all. Leslie Kane got interested when she stumbled on an official government report that she just couldn't ignore. A colleague from France sent me an extraordinary report on the UFO subject that had been translated into English and was written by a group of generals, an admiral, the former head of the Space Study Center, the National Space Study Center in France, which was the equivalent to our NASA here, and a group of scientists, very high-level people, and they'd taken a look at some of the most important UFO cases only dealing with official data. And in looking at the cases for which there was enough evidence that they could rule out any kind of conventional explanation, this group of very distinguished people came to the conclusion that the best, most logical, most rational, and most likely explanation for this group of cases was what they...